Good morning, good morning, everyone. Uh, a little bit late this morning. Had a bit of a catch up with a business mastermind group this morning that uh, I'm part of. So uh, a little bit later to our, our regular Wealth Coffee chat. But uh, for those joining me, good to see you. Alison, Sean, Elise, Andrew, Nikhil, Hardik. Good morning to all of you guys. Great to see you here. Uh, well, I'm back up and operating in my office. Yesterday we had, uh, well, the last week or so in Queensland and north of New South Wales, a lot of rain. So stay safe if you've uh, if you've uh, experienced that. And I know a couple of people working through some of the flood stuff. So uh, uh, thinking of you out there. Um, but um, cold coffee right now. Need a warm one, actually, but um, anyone who's dropping by who doesn't know uh, me, that's my name, Jason Witten. Most of you do know, uh, but if you're new and you're uh, you're finding us either because you've just joined our mentoring and coaching program or you've accidentally found us in one way, shape or form, then uh, give us a shout out in the chat. Let us know where you're from, uh, what you're up to. Be uh, be great to, to meet you and hear from you um, and see what's going on. Hopefully uh, everything's working fine in the world of the live stream this morning. I thought I'd take on, uh, well, I said uh, in my little description, hey, put your rents up. I might be unpopular. I might be unpopular with that one. Hey, good morning, Graham. Uh, I might be a bit unpopular with that title, but um, I wanted to talk to you guys about that today. I've heard a few conversations that uh, um, uh, we might uh, have a bit of a yarn about, but uh, but check this out, folks. Check this out. Have a look at... Uh, What's going on out there in um, in the world of the rentals? We we have a shortage of properties. You guys know this. We've been talking about this for a while, for a while, uh, and the marketplace is is pretty on the pretty solid when it comes to not uh, the vacancy being low. Uh, uh, the lower the number with comes vacancy rate, the better off we are as property investors. Our Rents can go up, and uh, and uh, the number of people competing for the properties is there. I mean, check this out: uh, four thousand dollars a week. Hey, would you pay four thousand dollars a week for a rental? Like, do the math on that, folks. That's sixteen thousand dollars a month, <laughs> or thereabouts. And um, you know, that's uh, that's on the Gold Coast right now. It's actually luxury housing on the Gold Coast is uh, is going absolutely berserk right now. Um, you know, a few other things here. Um, there you go. The old, uh, the old Melbourne CBD apartments. Um, the uh, vacancy rates have dropped in Melbourne. We were talking about those um, the other day. You know, uh, rents going up here, rents going up there. Uh, Sydney in the in the grip of historic housing supply, and uh, that's going to push up not only prices, folks, but I think it's going to push the rents up. Um, uh, well, we shall see what goes on. Vacancy rate the other day, we were talking about it. Check it out right now, team. You know, this is low, low, low. Not much lower you can go when it comes to vacancy rates and the marketplace. Um, I There's a lot of rhetoric going on uh, about the idea that, you know, property prices are going to go down significantly and stuff. I think it's complete and absolute rubbish, complete rubbish. But... Uh, you know, we're talking about putting your rents up today. Um, and um, I don't know about you, but uh, sometimes when uh, when we're building our property portfolio, 
you know, the cash flow uh, is uh, is important, right? And when you get a chance to put your rents up uh, when it comes to your real estate, you know, you should and uh, you should do it in line with the market and you should uh, make sure that you think about it in a way that, uh, you know, ultimately benefits you and also other um other things in your life, and I want to talk about why you should put the rent up. I've heard some of our coaches having chats with maybe some of you guys sitting there going, "Oh, you know, I could have put my rents up, you know, a hundred bucks, you know, but I only put it up fifty because I wanted to take care of the tenant. They've been a really nice, uh, a good tenant, blah 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 blah." And you know, chuck it in the chat if you've had that thought in your mind um, as we're going, and um, uh, sometimes that's kind of what you feel with. You know, we do want to take care of other people. That's why, you know, the world goes round uh, by and large, uh, other than someone like Putin or whatever, but we're not talking about that today. Yep, Brendan said, yep, he's had that that thought too. It's like, ah, oh, you know, um, I could put it up 100 bucks, but I'll only do a 50 because I want to be nice to my tenant. And uh, while on the surface that sounds great and you sound like a good person and, and those sorts of things, ultimately, team, I think that, uh, you know, you can take care of, uh, you can take care of things in a in a better way than that. Number one, if you if you put your rents up, what happens for your ability um, is your servicing improves. Servicing improves. Um, let's do the the pros right now. The pros and cons. Okay, we'll do the pros and cons. Okay, your servicing improves. Now, for all of us, I would say, unless, um, yep, had the same. Um, your servicing improves. For most of us, our ability to improve our servicing, our ability to borrow, to continue to acquire, to build our assets team um, is pretty important. If you don't put your rents up, um, the the challenge is your servicing won't improve in line with the market. And, um, you know, the number one thing when it comes to um, uh, you and your building your property portfolio is your ability to borrow to buy, you know, the the number of properties that you need for your, you know, good quality passive income retirement, okay? So if you don't put your rents up, your servicing um, is a challenge. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, if you can't borrow more money, that's going to be a, a real issue. When you put the rents up, you can uh, renovate, you can reno um, or improve the property. Folks, if you've got more cash flow, uh, most of us um, at some point will put that cash flow or value back into that property and improve it for the tenant, okay? Now, um, so, and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you want to look, if you want to take care of the tenant, don't give them a $50 discount on your rent, for crying out loud, folks. Um, fix something up, add some value, put, put a new air conditioner in, put some new carpet in, paint the thing, make it look nice. Um, if you if you're feeling that you want to add some value to someone else's space, I for me that's what I will always do. I'll add value to the property, but I won't drop the rents. Okay, um, and uh, you know that is part of me as the landlord providing something uh, of good value to the tenant um, as we go along. Uh, and last but not least, you can debt reduce faster. Okay, that's three pretty simple ones, right? So your servicing goes up so you can go and acquire one or two more investments, which is part of your acquisition plan. 
you can renovate or improve the property that um, that you're that you own, and not only um, uh, as you go, uh, not only as you go, you might improve the value as well as the uh, attractiveness to the rental market. Uh, and you can take some of that spare cash flow. Now it's up fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, and that imagine spending or putting $100 directly on debt reduction, how quick you can reduce your debts. So there's some good pros in there. For me, those ones um, are a bit of a tick in the box, big, big thing. If you don't put your rents up, obviously your borrowing goes down, okay? Borrowing goes down. Your your property um, disinvests basically and depreciates and the bigger the gap between getting it, so the bigger the gap between the market um, value and the actual value of the of the property, the bigger that gap, the less the less money you have and the less you put into maintaining that property, the gap becomes large, and then the gap could be uh, unbearable. Uh, you're unable to cover that gap when it comes to the renovation or improvement or keeping that property up to speed with the marketplace. So uh, Sam calls this the the disinvestment gap, disinvestment uh, gap. Um, and if you don't have money to cover that gap, we don't have access to that, then, hey, what's going what's gonna to go on? And then, you know, uh, your cash flow becomes negative or affected. Um, and right now, team, you know, at some point, um, the interest rates will go up and uh, you, your property that you are comfortable on Positive cash flow, you lock in a low rent on that property because you want to be want to be great to the tenant. Uh, interest rates go up, and now your negative cash flow. So here's what here's what here's what happens: your interest rates go up, but you can't put your rents up to cover that, uh, and uh, you're going to be um, you're going to be paying out real cash out of your own pocket to cover a debt, um, and uh, you can't maintain your property. So for me, folks, these are not great when it comes to uh, you and your position as an investor. We want to make sure we look after it. Uh, we want to make sure we can um, be a great landlord when it comes to the quality and the value of your real estate that you that you put into the marketplace. So, um, you know, for me, that's going to take money. For you, that's going to take money uh, to maintain that stuff too. Okay, so hopefully you're getting the picture, team. Um, get in there, have a good chat with your landlords and or your coach. If you haven't got a coach, you should. They can coach you through this. If you want to donate money to a charity, perfectly fine, but your property investing is not a charitable activity. The government charges you taxes. You have all sorts of commitments and debts and expenses on that on that activity. You, you should run it like a business. A business is not there to lose money. Uh, a charity is is perfectly fine with that. And if you want to donate money to a charity like I do, I, I build schools and other things, the Big Scrub Project, then do that um, once you've made your profit. Uh, and don't mix the two because they, they don't mix uh, that well when it comes to that sort of stuff, all right? Uh, hopefully that makes sense. Brendan said, uh, how do you toss up rental increase benefit from loss of vacancy? All right, so Brendan Certainly, if you look at this stuff here, mate. Let's say you're in any of these, any of these marketplaces here—Brisbane, Perth, Adelaide, Canberra, Darwin, Hobart, even Melbourne and Sydney, folks. Like you know, outside of the CBDs, those vacancy rates are so low. Brendan, I would, I would expect 
uh, if you have a reasonably good property right now, that vacancy rate would be little to no vacancy. You can advertise and show that property uh, many weeks in advance before turning over the tenant that's in there to, to a new tenancy and um, mate, you'd be able to minimise that. Um, for me, if it's one week vacant, Brendan, or two weeks vacant, that is already in my feasibility. I expect that as a cash flow calculation uh, in all of my properties. I have a two-week vacancy built into my cash flow, mate. Um, so, um, so you know, that, uh, that for me is not a real uh, issue. And where do the prices stop, Brendan? They find, they find a natural equilibrium, mate, um, at the end of the day. The rents are very, very low uh, in comparison to uh, what we have had in the past as a percentage. Those rents are now feeling the pressure and they will increase. They will increase. They're going to increase. The market's increasing already. There's not enough properties around. Uh, the interest rates are going to go up at some point. You need to get ahead of that, not be behind that curve um, uh, as a property investor. Um, hopefully that makes sense, Brendan, um, as you go. Um, and uh, Sean said, yep, it's, it's got a renewal at the end of the year um, and it's going to go up. Yeah, and it takes time, folks, because you, you, know, you, you lock in 12 months, but there's a lot that can happen in that 12-month period when it comes to you know, your expenses, especially when it comes to interest rates. And uh, you, 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 know, you don't want um, to be paying that out of your own pocket, folks, yeah, because uh, you're not a charity. You're not a charity. Um, oh, I get it. You know, you you feel you feel for the people renting your property. That's you know that's human nature, um, and I believe you're doing them and yourself a disservice by not having the right market rent, because ultimately you end up with less money to maintain that property. Um, you might take care of this this tenant for a little bit, but then the next one you can't afford to fix the property, and the property starts to d- decline, and then you you're all losing. Everyone's losing. The market's losing because you you can't maintain your own property. You're losing because you, you know, money's going out of your pocket. The person who rents it now has got a substandard property. It's not great, um, as far as I'm concerned. So you know, in my head, um, in my space, it's maintain your properties. That's how you take care of your tenants. Um, uh, is it uh, away we go? Uh, Hardik said, "Is it okay to ring other real estate companies um, uh, to get more insights about the rents?" Yeah, for sure, Hardik. I mean. Listen, mate, you'd, you'd probably, you're probably better off just looking on realestate.com and domain.com, to be honest, uh, because you can see it all um, right there in kind of real, real time, real life. Um, and you can see the discrepancy between, you know, uh, an agent that's working for you and wants to get the most income for you um, and then an agent who's lazy, you know, and, and that's another thing too about that. And maybe I'll, maybe we'll, We'll talk about that as well. So yeah, you, de- you definitely should hard to check in to make sure uh, that they're setting the right rents. They're setting the right pace um, to, to get it done as we go up. Yeah. And Sean said, sort of take the emotion out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you want to take care of someone, take care of your property, maintain it, look after it, be a, be a landlord, not a slumlord. Uh, and uh, then the people who, who, get, who get to rent it, you know, are going to be happy because the property is in great nick, folks. That's that's the way it should be um, as we go. Laura just said, yep, increased her investment property in Canberra after the runway works. Perfect, Laura. You know, at the end of the day, um, 
You don't want to let your property devalue. You don't want that market gap to be too large. Uh, so that little Renault, Laura, especially in Canberra, I reckon you'll be uh, you'll be uh, well taken care of. There you go. Awesome team. All right. Well, uh, considering I started a little bit late today, I'll I'll just do a little quick one when it comes to this one. Uh, you you're in the Bass Strait, Brendan. Jeez. <laughs> Well, mate, stay safe out there. Uh, uh, that'd be terrifying for me. Uh, water's not my favourite medium of um, adventure. Mountains are for me, but uh, good luck. Stay safe, mate. All right, folks, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Put your rents up. Take care of your properties to take care of your tenants. That's my advice um, from today's quick Wealth Coffee Chat. Uh, all right, folks, we should be back at it tomorrow around about the, the right time, which is 8.10. We started a bit late today. But join me about 8.10 tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat. You guys stay well wherever you are. Take care. Bye for now.